What's up, guys? Welcome to Cinespection. This is a review of Ted Lasso, Episode 9, Season 2, titled Beard After Hours. For a second, I forgot about the name, but I just remembered. And you just missed a fantastic round on what show we should watch next. <laughs> we should have just recorded for posterity. <laughs> um, we're joined, as always, by our friend uh, Dives, Mr. Crockpot on Twitter. What's up, Dives? What's going on, guys? Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure to have you. And, of course, John, my co-host. How's it going, John? I just talked to you live <laughs> 10 minutes ago. <laughs> uh, it's going great. I can't wait to talk about Ted Lasso, per usual. Yes, we'll be happier talking about Ted Lasso than we were talking about our disappointment with the <laughs> lovely bones. Um, if you want to see some grief and sadness, just don't watch the movie. Just watch us talking about it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, I mean, first, I mean, let's just acknowledge what happened last night. Uh, we were just talking about it right before we started. Um, Ted Lasso just sweeped the Emmys, right? Like, how do you guys feel about that? Um, I mean, duh. I, I, I hate to say it like that, but, like, what else do you expect for this show other than to sweep the awards? Like, it, it's an amazing comedy. It's a great cast. The actors are amazing. Um, you, you have unknown people or little known people that are putting out amazing performances. And, uh, you know, I, I think that it'll do it again next year. I think that this is, uh, comparable to like Shit's Creek, except Shit's Creek hit its peak in like season five, mm. probably. Right. Like that's when everybody started watching it yeah. and, and it took off, but this is, this is taking off in season two. So, um, I, I think that you'll see something similar. That is a great, great comparison, man. I came into Shit's Creek late, just like I did with Ted. And Shit's Creek has some of the best writing I've ever seen. I fell in love with that show immediately. We, we binged that show in like two weeks. I absolutely adored Shit's Creek. Uh, Ted, I mean, the writing, the writing, the writing, the character development, the layers. Uh, I, I don't know where this show is going, how many seasons I'm talking about. I'm a little worried about that, but it seems like they're prepping for a lot, a lot, a lot. So good or good or bad or good, whatever you want to call it. Um, this show is just so well done. It has such amazing quality. I'm glad to see it get the recognition it truly deserves. And it was it, it, to that point, it, I felt like I got the same feeling I get when I watch like the cast of Cobra Kai together. It yeah. just yesterday when you saw them receiving awards and the way they talked about each other the way they reacted when somebody else won you can just tell that the show the cast and crew have a great environment and that they really like each other and 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 if you have some time go watch um jason sudeikis um uh i forgot her name uh, hannah some british last name who plays rebecca and uh um uh, brett goldstein who plays roy kent received their awards because they were fantastic, like just delightful to listen to. Like it's the the, the show has an environment; it just works really, really well. And he says fuck. And he says fuck. <laughs> they told me not to curse. They told me not to curse, but fuck that or something. Like that. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, so. it was great. It was great. I mean, congratulations to everybody on the show. They they definitely deserve it. That first season was just like top notch and deserving all the the recognition it got. I'm still sad that Cobra Kai was not recognized as much, but I don't mind that much. Award shows are just like you know great for whoever won, but I'm not gonna be pissed because somebody else didn't. Um, so you know, moving on. I mean, today we. I mean, that was the first season, but let's talk about the second one. Because, um, uh, and this is wrong, so let's talk about the second one, because it's different, right? Yes, yeah, so second John, season is very different. It's yep. it's different, right. and I think this episode was the perfect like example of how it's different. So, I mean, John, let's start with you. What do you think? Yeah, so I, I have to admit, this is not my favorite episode. It, it definitely, it doesn't have the dartboard scene, which is is my favorite. It doesn't have any like uplifting, really cheerful moments. It kind of does towards the end of it. Um, but overall, like I feel like it was almost, I don't want to call it a filler episode because I love Ted Lasso so much, but it didn't progress anything forward and it didn't give us that much introspection into beard, which I think is what it was supposed to do. Um, it left us lacking and whether they did that on purpose because beard is just like this mysterious person and they want to leave him mysterious or not. Um, there were some really funny parts uh, throughout the entire the the entire episode, like when they're like, "Oh, um, how do you know so much about Oxford?" And he's like, "I listen more than I talk," and, and that's kind of like the beard mentality, right? He's always listening and, and he's taking it in and he's filtering it and he's remembering it and he's he's filing it away. Um, my my biggest complaint is is that we're on episode nine. And this would have been an episode four type thing for me, like, or three, like it, 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 it didn't belong where it was. And I don't know if it's out of place or whatever, but that was my, my only, my real big complaint. Like I wanted something to get us towards the plot of, of episode 10, which is the, the last episode of the season. Like this just didn't. So remember, remember in season two of Stranger Things, like also like the episode right before the last or two episodes before the last, there's an episode where Eleven goes to like a city and she meets like some other people with powers and it just like completely puts the brakes on the narrative. I think this was something like that um, yeah. to your point. But but Dives, what do you think? Yeah, uh, just to piggyback off of that, Monsters at Work, uh, me and Lo did uh daily or daily weekly reviews of monsters at work and like episodes i think those what nine or ten episodes and episodes like six seven eight were so good like some of the best tv properly of this year they were amazing and heartwarming then the ninth episode happened enough it was like the most filler episode ever you look back at other shows like uh the bad batch kind of had fell this to the same fate the middle episodes were like the best of the season and then it just ended and it was just kind of disappointing uh but for me uh i don't know how badly i needed to see coach beard dancing with a hula hoop the hello under a church wearing sparkly green pants it was awesome um we talked about the writing um we talked about how this show gives so much love to these characters uh, we saw a lot of contrast yet again this week, just like that one episode with dad, with the dad episode with Roy and Jamie's dad. And you saw that stark contrast in love and hate and all that kind of stuff. Here you have Beard going through the worst night of his life. And then the boys, the hooligans, having the best night of their lives. So um, for me, like this was kind of like watching Midsommar. Like 
I didn't know if like what was going on was truly going on. It felt like a dreamlike sequence. I felt like I was on drugs or Beard's on drugs. I kept waiting for Beard to like wake up. That's what I kept like, waiting for. I kept waiting for him to like be like just it was all a dream on the couch or he yeah. was like tripping or because he had mentioned same. in the episode before he had accidentally done shrooms. Like, but I, I will say, and this is just to interject a second, I loved the storyline with the hooligans. Honestly, yeah. that like out of this entire episode, that was something that saved it for me was like, they've been in the background of like every, those guys, I bet if you look at the cast have been in most of these uh, like episodes, like in the background, they've been in most of the episodes, probably like nine out of 10 on, in both seasons. Mm-hmm. And we never really knew anything about them other than they just talk shit all the time. Well, so we know, okay. I mean, I got to stop you there. Uh I mean, I'll just say my overall thoughts really quick. I, I didn't love this episode. I actually, I think it's my least favorite of the whole series. I, I get what they were doing. And John, you and I like texted about this. I get to what they were doing. I like it. Like sometimes when you have like, hey, let's make this. Like it, it used to be, it's almost like Lost. Remember Lost? Like when you were like, you know, the first few episodes or whatever about Jack and Kate and Locke. And then all of a sudden they gave you an episode about like Son and Jin or um uh charlie or you know like the, the the less and all of a sudden you were like okay so this guy's great right and and especially the one i was thinking of is the episode about hurley remember in the first season like mm-hmm. the episode about hurley came like pretty late like it was like mm-hmm. episode like 18 or something Love that episode. and and you were like okay hurley's the funny guy he's the comedy relief but then episode the episode comes in and you realize like he's so essential to the plot like so man so much of the plot and the story of this thing revolves mm-hmm. around him that is what I expected this to be. I don't think it was. I, I just, I don't think it gave me a lot into him. And I don't think it gave me like, um, like the, the, the insight that we should have gotten from a pretty long episode about one character. Yeah, I agree. I, I mean, that's what I said before. I thought, Hi, that it, I thought that it was missing the insight that we wanted to get. I wanted backstory. I wanted some backstory on beard from this episode and I got nothing. Well, you did a little bit. You did a little yeah, bit. I think they, I think they, tr- yeah, it was pieces. Uh, but you saw kind of just how, uh, a, a, like, while I was watching this episode, I thought of you, Gabe, immediately. Super dark episode. Super depressing uh, episode. Um, Beard is so clearly sad. Like, the, like the moon chasing him all around the city. Uh, he's clearly being haunted. Beautiful, hauntingly beautiful. No, I've screwed that up. I'll, I tried to tie it into that comment there. It didn't work out so well. well um, but anyway, I was watching this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like the, the, the moon, uh, man cities, like all over him, uh, overwhelming him. Uh, he's got a ton of self-doubt. Uh, you look at kind of like Beard and like uh, his, his what he wants. He's clearly struggling to fit in. Uh, with Richmond, like he, you know, we talk and talk and talk about Ted and how he's struggling and stuff. But now we finally got to see Beard and uh, you see him like with the keys, like he can't even open the door. Uh, I thought that was a really interesting metaphor, how, you know, he he needs someone else to open the door for him. He can't open the door. He needs every single time he drops those keys, it's someone else helping him. So he helps all these people, all these people for Richmond. Um, yet you're seeing kind of the, the cracks in his character and how he needs to let Jane be the one. And whether that's toxic or not, I think uh, there's, you know, that's kind of an interesting, uh, clearly divisive element in this show because um, people are, get into those kinds of relationships. They're where they're like hot 
are oil and water and they, they love each other. They hate each other. Clearly, Jane is not that good of a fit for Beard, but Beard loves her. And that, that's kind of the story there, right? Well, I mean, so so you, so you feel like his arc was realizing that Jane was the one that was there for him when nobody else was. Yeah. Is that, is, okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, that, that, I, 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 I struggled with finding what the ultimate like idea of this was because they... They kind of like wanted to have the uh, what is it have their cake and eat it too like kind of yeah. like um like saying yeah Jane is important but when they have told you it's the same thing they did in the prior episode they're telling you one thing but then they're trying to get you to understand something else so in the last episode they're telling you all the reasons why Sam and Rebecca should not date and then they just date and then here they're telling you all the reasons why Jane is crazy he had seventy two or something missed calls when he like finally found his phone and it's yeah. like should he be dating this person like, she's crazy but she she's is like, so, so is he i think a little bit yeah I, of, I mean i i think that's kind of the point is that he no, is but crazy. he deserves better he deserves better. i agree like, he, he's he's a smart guy he's like friendly with everybody he deserves way more, like a lot more like if beard had been the one dating rebecca no, never mind. It would have still been really that would have been weird. Isn't yeah, that yeah, yeah, it would have still been... so the show's depicting like you know, love is not like a, a square peg in a square hole, like it, it comes from anywhere. Like it, that, yeah. I think that's kind of what the show is telling you is that love can come from anywhere, <laughs> all shapes and sizes, uh doesn't matter the age, uh <laughs> love, hate, you name it. Um, but uh, there's all different types of love. And, and uh clearly Beard uh doesn't have anyone to fall back on. And Jane's the one that he has chosen. So love it, hate it. We all have friends that kind of are in relationships with, you know, significant others and partners that we're not necessarily fans of. And it is what it is. But that doesn't mean uh, you're not happy that they're happy, right? Yep. I, yeah. I mean, look, it's it's a, it's a, I think I think we've reached a point where we've seen the other side of Ted Lasso as a show. Like this, this episode show that like Ted Lasso is not all about like giving uh, presents to children in Christmas. You know, it also has a dark side. It also has like a different kind of narrative. If you're on board, then you'll be on board. If not, I, I feel like I'm not 100% on board and I've been struggling with it. I just, I, I struggle to get through this episode. I mean, and, and, and I hate like not loving it because with me, you know, you know me, like I'm either, you know, like I have my criticisms, but I either like really like it or don't, you know. But here I just feel like I'm I'm just wishing the show that I should be watching and not that I'm one I am watching. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's different. It's, it's a bit of that. It's a bit of that. It's different. Like are you guys in? Like John. I, I mean, I'm waiting for it to get back to the pitch, per se. Right? Like I I, I we've had enough time away from that. That I, I kind of just to be I fair, get back the pitch was the episode right before this that was, was twenty seconds though. Like it was like <laughs> no, I know, I know, but it all revolved. Like the entire the entire episode was about them losing that game. There was very very little like coaching or anything like that. I think that we're gonna see like even more. I hate to say, and I you know I know we don't usually do that many predictions, but like I think that it stuff's going to derail in the next episode to like line it up to, to season three. Yeah, I yeah. do too. I fully agree with that, John. Yeah. They're not going to get the, the they're going to not going to get the promotion. 
um they're gonna stay in 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 the championship and you know probably people are gonna find out about amanda sorry amanda rebecca and 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 sam and that'll be awkward like you know the press or something it's just there's there's so many like dark avenues they can get to and they're not gonna close it out in one episode so yeah. um, I hope they don't too. Like I, I'm, I'm okay. Yeah. I'm all yeah. in. I, I like. I love character deep dives. And uh, you asked me, am I, am I okay with this darker season two? I am hundred percent okay with this. Um, I, but you kind of have seen balance. You know, when that episode when uh, you have like a super sad element with uh, what Jamie's dad, and then you have that same uh, moment in the same episode between Roy and Keely. Like I think that's just what this show is. They're going to keep giving you that contrast uh, nonstop. And I do hope, uh, not hope, but I do think that, you know, you know, that this is going to crash and burn. This is definitely going to yeah. crash and burn. And it's going to be Rebecca and Ted all rallying uh, together and, and, and Richmond, the, the, the fans rallying together. And then a, a season three uh, of redemption. And that's what I yeah. really hope for. And here, John says, similar to The Wire, different characters in a different style season. Yeah. I mean, we were saying it last week. I don't think this has been as Ted-centric as as uh, last season one. Like, you know, season one was really, really Ted-centric. Here, I think it's pretty split. There's a lot more Roy Kent and and Keeley, and there's a lot more Rebecca. And, and it, it has been split, which is great, because when you have so many great characters, like, use them. And again, to compare it to Lost again, you know, the first season was probably, first few episodes were really centric on the first you know the main characters, Jack, and Kate, then back then, Sawyer. yeah, Jack, oh. Kate, Sawyer, and then when it expanded again, you get the Hurleys, you got the Claires, you got the, you know. Well, um, that's when the, that's when the show hits its stride, though, and I think, yeah, the, this will. I think it will. I think it. I think that we're just starting to get where it's going to get even better in the next season, which I really love season two. I think that it's great. So, well, kind of next, kinda... next, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Did anybody hope that it was like Nate in the background yelling at the boys, like "Get off the pit"? Yeah, I, I was hoping that something was said about that. I, I was actually also freaking. Out. I was like, "You should not let people in the pit." I know when there's I no know. game. Like it is that is just the grass is gonna get messed up. Like no, oh, God. Um, it was an awesome scene. It, it was it, great. It was, it was a good was really scene. Fun. It was a good scene. And those three, I, I mean, it's funny that you guys call them hooligans, but um. Is that what people call them? Like yeah. hooligans, yeah. like a like a nineteen seventies term for like guys that used to fight after games. Yeah, I don't know if people use that anymore. I haven't heard it. <laughs> there's a there's a pretty great movie called Hooligans or Green Street Hooligans. Have you seen it with Elijah Wood and um, uh, what's his face? Uh, the guy from uh, Pacific Rim, Charlie. Is it Charlie Hunnam? Yeah, Hunnam? Charlie Hunnam. Yeah, yeah, it's about like actual like football hooligans in England, and Elijah oh Wood God. is great in that movie. Oh um, yeah. So anyway, on that point, um, we will close this out. And guys, uh, people can find you at Mr. Crockpot on Twitter and right here around the painted lines and in the suit up geek fix uh, podcast. Vote for me. And- uh, vote for vote for dives because he's losing right now to the. Am season. I losing now? Well, weren't you losing? I mean, I saw like three hours ago you were losing. I honestly okay, have no you're, idea. You're going against uh, um, Christian uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League, and that's that's always a tough um, yeah. tough contest. But but you can do it. I have faith in you. Um, <laughs> and John Joe Firth J O H Firth. Um, we'll see you next week. Uh, 
This has been Cinespectrum, and this is Hugh Jackman. <laughs>